Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today on the podcast, we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 13, just a few short verses. This is a part of your daily lectionary if you're reading along in your Bible reading plan in the 2019 Book of Common Prayer. Paul says, Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Father, I do pray that you would help us to hear what Paul is saying here under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Help us to be attentive, God, to what you might want to show us today as we meditate, God, seeking your renewal in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. I chose this passage today because every one of us Every one of you listening to me care. You care about love. We all want to be loved. We want to give love, but we're oftentimes not clear about what love really is. Because many of us come to a conversation like this thinking, well, I I thought I knew. Uh, but then when you hear Paul talk about the whole law being summed up in love, we think, gosh, when I think of the law, I don't necessarily think of love. And if we're honest, love makes us feel things. Um, and if we're not careful, we will mistake love for feeling things, which then ultimately makes love really more about us than about something or someone else. So let's sit with Paul to get a better picture, to gain a better picture, more insight into what love really means. So he says these words, Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Y'all, that is a huge statement. Paul's essentially, he's actually saying, if you love another, you fulfill the law. And there's a lot contained in the law. I think for our purposes, we need to get down to some definition work. Um, the, the definition that most of Paul's hearers would have had in their mind in a kind of Greek-Roman understanding of love would have been this. To love is to desire the good, the highest flourishing of another. Jews would have called this to desire the shalom of another. And this is not easy or even simple for us to discern. And I would argue, especially in our day and age, and at the risk of sounding like an old fogey, I just want to say I think we've got love all wrong. We've turned love into something entirely other than what it would have been understood at at the time Paul wrote these words. Love necessarily pulls us outside ourselves. Love another. This is the key. Y'all love, according to God, moves you beyond you. Love, according to God, is not primarily self-serving or self-seeking. If what you call love is ultimately about how you feel or about what an act feels like to you or what a relationship does for you, then I would suggest that you're missing something. And y'all, the sad reality is that our world tells us that's exactly what love is. My parents, I don't think they'll mind me telling you this. When they were newly married, they were both, you know, very uh, hippie progressive types. And they changed their wedding vows at the time of their marriage ceremony. And they said, as long as love shall last. 
Now, thank God it has lasted. And I think somewhere along the way, they might have renewed their vows to get it right this time. But them saying, as long as love shall last, was inherently revealing a flawed definition of love. It was essentially saying, as long as I feel really great things or feelings about you, I'm with you. And then when I don't, I may not be. What Paul is trying to get us to see here. Let me amend that. What the Holy Spirit through Paul is trying to get us to see is that real love will always pull you outside yourself. That real love is not ultimately self-seeking or self-focused. Sure, when we experience real love, we do feel things, but that's not the point. That's not what proves its efficacy to us. Love moves me beyond myself. And so a great indicator as to whether or not I'm really loving in the way that God wants me to love is am I moving beyond myself? Am I moving outside myself? Y'all, there's a lot that could be said that probably shouldn't be said in a podcast about love and um, specifically sexual love and how we have turned that into being a primarily selfish thing in our day and age. Um, it's a violation of actually what the Lord wants you to feel and be. He wants your love to ultimately be a self-giving love, not just a getting love. But we'll leave that. I want to want to keep the podcast PG-13. So here's how we know Paul is saying something about moving beyond yourself. He says the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, or any other commandment are summed up in this word, love your neighbor as yourself. So Paul here lists a group of sins that are all about taking and injuring. He lists sins like adultery, murder, theft, covetousness, because these are taking sins. These are sins that self-serve. They're primarily motivated by the preservation or the comforting of self. So if I commit adultery, I take someone that is not mine. I enter into a, a self-serving sexual relationship. If I engage in murder, for self-preservation purposes, I remove someone from the planet. If I steal, I take something that is not mine and I make it mine. Covetousness, that's the definition of covetous. It's to, to take that which is not yours and, and consume it, to desire it and want to control it and consume it. So Paul gives us a list of taking sins. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. And that's a profound statement. He's essentially saying love in such a way that you're not taking Love in order to enhance because what we all want, even the most selfish of us, we, we want to take care of ourselves. And Paul is essentially saying when you're loving well, you will love in such a way that you will be taking care of others. You'll cease treating people as a commodity to be used or to be consumed. And I want you to think about um, a kind of side-by-side -side love versus a, a love that dominates or controls. Think of the story in Genesis of the first humans we're told that man, Adam, had to be subdued. He had to be conquered in order to have a part of his side taken from him so that a partner would stand beside him, would literally fit beside him. And that's different than conquering, subduing, controlling. God had to actually conquer human in order to give humans a way to be partnered with one another. And I don't think this is just true of our romantic partnering. I, I think the Lord wants us to be the kinds of people who walk beside one another and desire the good of one another, whether we're in, we're in romantic relationships or not. Love calls me to walk beside you, not in front of you, dominating you or behind you, chasing you in order to control you, but beside you. 
And y'all, that's the way the Holy Spirit relates to us, walks beside us. Paraclete means one who walks beside. See, I believe that one of the great invitations in front of you and me in this season is to learn to be beside one another. I every day endeavor to be beside my wife, not in front of her, not behind her. I try to be beside her in our relationship. I do the same with my friends. And I want to be beside you if we have a relationship. I believe the Lord wants us to seek the highest flourishing of one another. And y'all, we won't know what that even looks like until we're willing to walk beside one another. Father, I pray for my friends today. I pray, God, that as we try to seek an understanding, a deeper understanding of what love means, I pray that you would speak to us in our hearts, that you would comfort us and encourage us, God, to be like the Holy Spirit and that we would walk beside one another, seeking one another's good. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you felt moved or inspired by something in this podcast, an idea, an image, or an impression, carry it with you into your day as a prayer coming back to it again and again in the spaces throughout your day. Be curious about what God wants to show you. What in your life needs to hear this word of encouragement, inspiration, or course correction? And be courageous in your response. The Holy Spirit will give you the grace to carry out whatever He places on your heart. And thank you for being with us today. We look forward to having you with us again next time here at Renewing the Center. Thank you.